I've discussed before the choice by Jesus to give the keys to the kingdom of God to Peter, so St. Peter, the first successor of Jesus, um, the first pope of the Catholic Church, him making that decision to give it to him rather than to John. John was his best friend. He was the disciple that he loved the most. So why didn't he give it to him? Um, My, I guess, argument or my theory was that Jesus knew what was going to take place. He knew where the church was going to go and where it was going to head, uh, where it was headed and giving the keys to the kingdom of God to St. Peter. Now, um, an atheist like Sam Harris, somebody who is anti-Catholic, anti-Christian, whatever it may be, could certainly use what I just said against me in saying, okay, so then Jesus knew that there was going to be pedophiles. He knew, um, you know, the, the atrocities that some Catholics were going to do and, and, or some Christians, what have you. And that certainly is an argument that they could use against me. Um, but I think another way of looking at it is, okay, well, how much worse would it have been? Would the, would the church have even um, survived have, had he given the keys to the kingdom of God to one of the other disciples? Um, and not only that, man is man. And I think that we have a hard time looking at things and... Uh, take church, right? Uh, oftentimes, and what I what I usually heard when it came to uh, the church itself was, you know, all oh, these these or or people who are who had fallen away from the church, what have you, was that oh, you're supposed to be holier than thou, and look at what you do, and that I think is laziness by the people who are attacking the church to look at man, you know. Um, I've also I've also heard the arguments by atheists and and, uh, and people, again, who are anti-Catholic, anti-Christian, who say, oh, you need God to keep you moral. You need God to make you a better person rather than, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's almost like a do if you, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't situation with these people because, and, and even with them, it's it, these same people and human beings, right? Um, if we're doing something bad, we tend to not listen to anyone. Right, so we're not going to listen to the person that didn't do it because we're going to tell. You, let's say it's it's heroin. Um, if somebody's addicted to heroin, they're not going to listen to somebody who isn't addicted to heroin. And in fact, their excuse is going to be, "Oh, well, you don't know what it's like to be addicted, so how how can you tell me anything?" But then again, they're not going to listen to the person that was addicted and got off to off of it. You know, this happens all the time. That's you have numerous cases of that happening. All I would imagine all over the world. I don't know all over the world, but uh, certainly in the United States, you know, people dying of overdoses who you know their families tried to to get them into rehab. You had you had people who did go to rehab, which is a perfect example of people going to a place where there are other people there who experienced what they did. So human beings are just that way. We have a hard time. Um, <clears throat> getting away from our humanity. Humanity isn't the greatest thing ever. I don't know if, if anybody's ever told you, but human beings without God suck. <laughs> We're just bad. We're just flat out. I mean, there's no morality. It's why I constantly talk about the left not having any morality and seemingly scathing it off themselves at all times. You know, they don't want morality. They want the ability to go out and lie, cheat, and steal to gain the power that they want in order to screw up everything. Um, and they have no real direction other than get me power because I think I know best. And then, um, I was actually just talking to one of my guys that I do a, uh, uh, that I've started doing streams with last night and he was talking about in New Zealand, 
uh, it's majority rule. That's, they, they are a democracy, which is what a democracy is. It's a pure democracy where they have majority rule. And he goes, it's horrible. It's horrible because at any given point, uh, everything can change. As long as the majority says, then the minority loses their rights. And that's the wonderful thing about the United States and what, what differentiate, differentiates us between us and, and, a, and a country that does that, that has democracy. Spreading democracy is not great. You know, I know that may sound crazy because people have called the United States a, a democracy for so long. We're not a democracy. We're a constitutional republic, right? We have a constitution that protects the rights of even the minorities. So the minority <clears throat> can't lose their rights to the majority just because the majority decides differently. Or at least it's not supposed to be that way, and we're losing that. So anyway... Um, how do I know that Jesus gave the keys to the kingdom of, of St. Peter because he knew what was going to happen? And it's because of uh, this part in the Bible. So I'm going to read some scripture for you. Get ready. It's uh, Matthew chapter 11, verse 20. Then he began to upbraid the cities where most of the mighty works had been, where most of his mighty works had been done because they did not want to repent. Woe to you, Chorazin, woe to you, Bethsaida, for if the mighty works done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. But I tell you, it shall be more tolerable on the day of judgment for Tyre and Sidon than for you. And for you, Capernaum, will you be exalted to heaven? You shall be brought down to Hades. For if the mighty works done in you had been done in Sodom, it would have remained until this day. But I tell you that it shall be more tolerable tolerable on the day of judgment for the land of Sodom than for you. So that goes into the extent of, or maybe not even the extent, it actually delves into the um, infinite when it comes to Jesus. Jesus was God, right? I know that uh, there's argument talking about, well, okay, he said that the only person that knows the day of Jesus coming back is God the Father. Well, um, so that, that would describe the limitation to Jesus, right? The limitation to what he could know. And I don't think that that really conflicts with what I'm saying here in that um, he, <clears throat> because there are limits to God. And I know people would go, oh, what are, you, what are you saying right now? Well, God can't lie. So there's a limitation right there. God cannot tell a lie. He, he is, he's not capable of, of denying himself. So there's some limitations there. Even though he is all-powerful, that still doesn't take away from, from his power and saying, okay, well, there's limitations here and here. So that, <clears throat> my voice cracks like a 13-year-old boy, um, that part that I just read shows you that Jesus knew that had he came during the time of, of um, Sodom, or uh, who was the other one? Chorazin and uh, Bethsaida. Had he came during the time before Sodom and Gomorrah were destroyed, if he would have came during then, they all would have repented. He knew. He knew what would have happened, which means that when he gave the keys to the kingdom of God to St. Peter, he knew where it was going to go. And not just that, because you could make that argument, well, he knew that this was going to happen. Maybe he did. <clears throat> but again, I'll, I'll uh, go back to, the. okay, well, maybe the only real way for the church to survive is going through um, St. Peter and everyone having, having gone along the path that they went. 
And also pointing out that when it comes to now, now the the uh, Muslims could say this, and that's fine. But their I think their core teaching is is uh, really screwy uh, because it's based off a of false premise. Um, that if you look at so yeah, if you look at the core teachings as I've said before of Christianity of Catholicism, nowhere in that does it say okay, kill your enemy. Um, you know, molest children, rape people, you know, uh, mistreat people based off the color of their skin, um, you know, have slaves. It doesn't, by the way, it doesn't say that anywhere in the Bible of you should go out and, and take slaves of other countries and of other people. So when man does that, and that's why I was talking about the nature of man earlier, um, and I guess people could call me a hypocrite for this, and that's fine, but... The things that have happened in the church from evil people who have done evil things, well, they're not acting Christian, are they? And I'm and I'm not saying that so much to try and like separate, okay, well, you know, oh well he's not Christian or he's not this or whatever it may be. It's listen, you have to add in the factor of humanity within people, right? Because that's what all of us are. Every Catholic, every Christian. I remember um there's this has been said numerous times, not by me necessarily, but by other people, where um, I've, I've heard the, the most recent one I can think of is, is uh, one of the priests that I've seen at the pulpit where he said, uh, he was talking about some people outside of the church who were anti-Catholic or anti-Christian or they've fallen away from the church and they said, yeah, the reason that I don't go to church is because it's filled with hypocrites and sinners and all of these other things. And he goes, well, yeah, that's kind of the point, right? I mean, that's, that's what the church is, is to bring in these people to heal them, right? A, a, a healthy person doesn't need a physician. Yeah? So, of course, that's what you're going to find at church. You're going to find people who are trying to not do the bad shit that they normally do. You know, you're going to find people who are trying to be um, Christian, who are trying to be like God as he gave us the example. And there's a the difference. You know, so when you talk about, oh, well, the church did this or the church did that. All right, name me the papal bull. Name me the, um, the order in the catechism um, where it says for priests to be gay or priests to go out and rape someone or to go out and molest someone or a nun to uh, go out and abuse a child for, you know, not listening or whatever it may be. Give me those points. You know, let's see that. Well, I say it because it's it's a rhetorical question. I already know the answer. It isn't there. So you have people who are humans who do bad things who also carry the title of, of Christian. Um, and then what do you do there, right? I have talked about the church having been infiltrated. Um, I think it was infiltrated long, long ago. I don't think it was necessarily back in the 1930s, although I do believe that. I believe uh, Michael Voris uh, is correct, who is from Church Militant, in saying that, yes, the, the church had been infiltrated back in the 1930s by communists. I think it's been infiltrated numerous times, and I think many of them go stretch far back into the, uh, man, I don't know, a thousand years ago maybe? You know, I think there's been numerous attempts of the church being infiltrated, and uh, I think the the Illuminati and the Freemasonry have certainly infiltrated. I'm really going to try and and uh, ramp up uh, talking about the Illuminati. Uh, I've really I've just gotten so um, 
fed up with you know people falling away from that because that's like the one buzzword that the moment you say it people just kind of get you know and and it's much like carrying guns right in in public um if you don't exercise your rights you gain atrophy which means that you lose your rights uh, the less that we talk about the Illuminati, the more it gives the power who are trying, it gives power to the people who are trying to make others sound like crazy people and, and um, it gives more power to the title of conspiracy theory. The Illuminati absolutely were created and do exist. I mean, it's how can you not see that? I mean, look at, look at a guy uh, by the name of A Call for an Uprising. Now, I think he goes to extremes, that, but that's my opinion. You know, I just, I think that he's, he might be looking at it a little too much, but even in that, if you look at his videos, he is on point with the amount of Illuminati symbolism that is everywhere. All right. The, the furthest that I will grant somebody that, uh, let's say, okay, well, the Illuminati died back in Adam Weishaupt's time when the lightning hit the uh, carriage with the letter to try and and uh, continuously um, move or, or grow the, the institution of the Illuminati. Okay, you can say that, which I don't think actually, I mean, I know that that happened, but I don't think that they, they, they were lost. I believe that they went underground at that point, that Adam Weishaupt and, and um, Mayor Amschel Rothschild, um, they just went underground. Nothing happened to Mayor Amschel Rothschild, and really nothing happened to Adam Weishaupt. Um, do you think that they were only going to give it one go? But okay, let's say that you that that's when quote unquote they ended. Well, the Freemasons certainly took that back up at some other point, and we call that the Illuminati. So the Illuminati is there, and to pretend that they're not, and look at the amount, look at the the Georgia Guidestones, look at uh, the. Excuse me, D.B. Cooper was just telling me this. Um, Lucifer, the fucking the the horse at the I can't think of the stupid airport, Colorado airport. Oh, I can't think of the name of the city. I hate it when that happens. Um, look at nine eleven. Look at all of the look at the all of the different conspiracies that have happened. There is a core to this. Uh, I completely agree with Sam Tripoli in saying that. Okay, there's not just you know there's not all of these different conspiracies and they're all their own conspiracy. It's almost as if there's one large conspiracy. And when I talk about the Illuminati, understand that the Illuminati is just the name of the organization of Luciferians. Lucifer is at the top of what they, um, of their structure. So there is one, it always goes to one. But it's almost like any time that I discuss um, uh, aliens and UFOs and by all <sighs> units of measure or, or, or measurement or, or all things that we know by, by way of physics that, you know, X, Y, and Z are this way. Well, that's the same when it comes to, to uh, intelligent structures, right? Is that it always goes to a head. There's always the top. There's always one at the top. Well, there you go. The Illuminati is the structure, and they've done a damn fine job at following their leader's uh, path and in, in being secret and operating behind the, the, uh, the, the, the veil. 
Look at the Rothschilds. The Rothschilds need to be spoken of more. I mean, the Rockefellers, I don't know if maybe they're just, this was like a plan or whatever it was, but more people talk about Rockefellers than they ever do the Rothschilds. I mean, the average person has no idea what, who the Rothschilds are. If you were to say the name, they would be com totally confused. They have no idea who they are. And there's something to that. So anyway, um, yeah, there's a lot to unfold there. That's it for this episode. I am John O'Marchada. This is the Gunpowder Plot Show, also known as the Guy Fox Podcast. Um, if you don't know who Guy Fox is, it's not the V for Vendetta guy. I mean, although, yes, that's that I do wear a mask <laughs> like V for Vendetta did. But uh, Guy Fox, um, check him out one time, you know, and you, you'll have a better understanding of why he is the, uh, oh, what's the word? Avatar that I chose to use. Um, you can get a hold of me at metv1105 at gmail.com. Uh, I think hopefully I did, I did hear back from um, someone that I, I hope to be uh, hopefully you know working with it at some point or another. So maybe that's some news that'll come out. Just heard from him this morning. So that's nice. Um, you can find me at all the different uh, platforms. We're going to be amping up. Oh, just search out John Omerchata, J-O-H-N, O apostrophe M U R C H A D H A. John Omerchada. Uh, pretty easy to find. I'm pretty much everywhere now. So, um, but yeah, going to be amping up the streams. And uh, chapter three is almost out. So close. I just have to reread it a couple times and, uh, and then, you know, put it out there and it'll be done. But besides that, be accountable, be responsible, don't be a liberal.